We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Bums and banana hammocks, the fans wrestling podcast. I'm Bart Winkler, Ryan Horvat. So Raw wasn't terrible this week. No, it really wasn't bad. And like, okay, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. It's been so bad, I might say it was good, man. It kept my interest. Okay. It had hooks throughout the show. I mean, it still had problems. Yeah, there were still some issues. Shane McMahon still shouldn't be on TV. Right. But at least, you know, he got his ass kicked, and it it kept my interest. Uh, the Seth Rollins thing, <laughs> there was some controversy that a good guy in Rollins was hitting people with the chair. It was an angle. I liked it. I liked it, too. You know, it, characters should be more than, this guy's good, this guy's bad. Now, Everything doesn't have to be a 50 50. I'm a haste, I'm a I'm a face, I'm a heel. Mm-hmm. But characters, I think one of the problems with WWE outside the storytelling, which we talked about last time on our last podcast, which you can find all over the radio.com platform, is that not only is the storytelling bad, part of it's because the the characters, you know, don't really have a lot of definition. They're not entirely fleshed out. So I thought Raw was better if 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 WWE's at rock bottom. At least they were starting to climb up the sewer and not going further down. So Raw kept my interest, and I fast-forwarded through a lot less than I did maybe since WrestleMania. Yeah, I got, like, no sleep, actually, because usually I fast-forward everything except for the main event or whenever, you know, you got Finn Balor or Seth Rollins on, and then I watched the Firefly Funhouse segment, which I thought was awesome this week, but we could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I'm with you on the Seth Rollins thing, and maybe it's because I was a fan during the Attitude Era or the Aggression Era, and it was like your faces, like they weren't heels, but they were, like they weren't just good guys. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin was like, I mean, he was a face, but he was also kind of like a heel. Like, he was a beer drinker, like, hated the corporation, hated corporate America. You know, he wasn't like a good guy, though. So I kind of liked the start with Rollins because it showed that he had a little bit of an edge. Also, we can't make Seth Rollins super soft now because, I mean, he was a heel for almost two years. He turned out all of his friends and hit him in the back with a chair. He's got to have the same. Yeah. There's got to be some continuity there, like. Sometimes yeah, on Chuck and Winkler, people like me or people like Chuck or people hate me or people like Chuck, mm-hmm. but I think we're consistent. Right. And and so while we are our real selves on the air, it's also, you know, we can say we're the characters of Chuck and Winkler, but it's, it's consistent and it just needs to be consistent. There needs to be motivation for what the characters are doing. Right. And on Raw, at least, there was motivation for what they were doing. And and I like that. And that's, it's, you know, we watch wrestling for the action, yes, but also... This weekly, it's an episodic TV show, and so we do watch it for the development and the characters and the justification. And if you're just trotting out guys and say, oh, it's three-on-three match, mm-hmm. it, it, there needs to be motivation to that. I liked when at least Drew McIntyre, you know, acknowledged the fact that he used to be in a thing with Heath Slater. Right. Acknowledge that they used to be in 3MB. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be in a group with a guy and then pretend like you don't know him later. So, yeah. At least there's some consistency, and again, we are not asking much. We're just asking for improvement at this point, and you saw some of that on Raw. 
Yeah, I just don't like plot holes in my wrestling. And it's okay. It's going to happen, and it always has. But, I, I mean, a great example is- That I was, should be if, if, if I'm on a dating profile. Yeah, right. The one phrase you get is, I don't like plot holes. I don't like plot holes. In my wrestling. <laughs> in my, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Just a bunch of chicks just all coming at me. I was talking to a buddy who- was telling me why he doesn't watch wrestling anymore. And he was like, you know, back in the day, there were characters. There was Mankind. There was Stone Cold. There was The Rock, who's another good example example of a face who, like, wasn't a total puss. But, you know, he <laughs> went through it, and he was like, there's no characters anymore. It's just AJ Styles. It's just, you know, Bobby Lashley. It's just these guys, but they're not playing characters. Like, back in the day, it was like Gangrel, you know, the vampire who only comes out at night. Like, all these guys now are just themselves, which is fine, but at least, like, have a storyline. Like, back in the day, where you know, Triple H and Randy Orton didn't get along and, you know, Randy Orton was showing up at Triple H's house and this and that. Like, we get no storylines. And so, yeah, I'm with you. Like, what's Baron Corbin's deal right now? Why is he still coming out wearing, like, dressed like he's a waiter at yeah, a restaurant? I don't know. He's not the commissioner anymore. Yeah, I he needs to change his look. I think part of the reason people don't like him is the look. Yeah. And the whole who's going to be my guest referee thing, I think that's uh, interesting, but now they don't it's not that they haven't announced it. I think they might not even know who it is. And I think so, so, yeah. It could be Brock Lesnar. It could be Bray Wyatt. But what's the motivation for, for these guys to do it? So whoever it's going to be, I think, is going to be disappointing. Right, I agree. I thought it was going to be Elias, and I guess that's out now. So I'm hoping that they bring back but the in, character. But in WWE, it probably still will be. If you had to take a guess, who would you, who would you think? I'm going to guess Elias. You think it'll still be Elias? Because it's not going to be exciting. I think it's going to be Paul Heyman. Uh, yeah, that would be good. You know, if they bring back Bri, Br- Bri, Bray Wyatt for this purpose, I may never watch again. Well, first, if it's Brock, then why not just kick the shit out of Seth and win? Right. And then if it's Paul Heyman, that's more interesting. Because mm-hmm. you're setting something up there. Because you can, And Lesnar doesn't even have to be there, but we don't know. Right. Bray Wyatt's not going to come back for this. No, I think he is coming back at the pay-per-view, though, because the last Firefly Funhouse, which was awesome, as I said, he, uh, like, teleports out. He's got, he becomes the, what's the name of his, when he wears the mask? The Fiend. So he became the Fiend, and he was like, follow the leader, follow the leader, and then he disappears, and I think that that was him leaving the Funhouse, like, leaving the Firefly Funhouse, and now he's going to return to the wrestling ring. So I think what's going to happen and we could talk about the matches a little bit. At some point, obviously, a face is going to be about to win. Maybe Roman Reigns. Lights cut out. Something crazy happens and Bray's back. And then they set up the feud. I hope it's not Reigns because we've already seen that like 50 times. I've always wanted like the Shield said they were going to do this when they were first the Hounds of Justice or whatever. Yeah. They were there to make the WWE better and clean out all the trash. Yeah. And so I've always wanted somebody to do that. And if it's Bray, come and clean out the Shane McMahon thing. Now he's so a heel. Awesome. But then also, if a guy gets two over as a face, come and clean him out. So you're you're not you're not a heel or a face. You're just it's like Thanos. Mm-hmm. Thanos is a heel, but he believes in his cause. Yeah, he has a motive. Yeah, the Joker. Even the Joker. Right. These guys have motives, and they believe in their cause. And if you uh, get persuaded by them enough, you could you could buy into it. So I, as long as they stick to that, I would like. I've also also all I've always wanted a guy to. Like a top guy or whoever mm-hmm. to just say, I just want to kick everyone's ass and beat everyone. 
Right. They Starting from the bottles, heels. though. Yeah. Starting from the bottom. Right. So he's like, I, I, I want to prove to myself that I'm a champion and be the champion. I have to beat everyone on the roster. And so once a week he beats Heath Slater, mm-hmm. and next week he beats an Uso, yeah. and the next week, and then finally he gets the title match. Yeah, I've always been a big fan of that. I like the streaks, like the undefeated streaks. So I was all aboard the uh, Ryback bandwagon, and then they made him too corny. But like, do what you did with Goldberg, but build somebody up. They usually do it with heels. Like Rusev was undefeated for an entire year, and then he gets pinned and beat clean by John Cena. They always find a way to ruin it, though, with that. That's the only problem. And then, uh, of course, I'm going to mention this every time until it happens. The 24-7 championship should have a payoff to it instead of a belt that you run around with. If you hold it for 24 days, you should get a Universal or WWE championship match. The pay-per-view is stomping ground, so we'll give our predictions. Uh, Next podcast, we'll take a look back at this. When's the next AEW one? Oh, that's When's a great Fighter question. Fest? Two weeks? Fighter Fest. Yeah, two weeks, I believe. And that one's free. And then they have the one in Chicago. I think that's like the next big pay All in? Yeah, because the fight, the Fighter Fest one's free. So I think they're airing Is that All one. In the first one they did, too? The very first one? Was that All In or was it? I can't remember the name of it now. The interesting thing about this card for Fighter Fest is there's a lot of guys I know against a lot of guys I don't know. Right. So it's a good way to... And especially for free, it's a good way to inform people about who these people are when you sit in and start to watch it every week on television. Yeah, that's the thing is like you'll get, you know, Dean Ambrose and you'll get Cody Rhodes and you'll be like, who is this guy from Japan that he's fighting? But if you actually watch it, most of the guys end up being awesome. It's all out is all the out. next one. All in, all out. All in. No, Double or Nothing was the first one because it was in Vegas, remember? All in wasn't AEW. It was just all in. Yeah. And that's how AEW formed. Right. Maybe yeah. they could make it a little less complicated. They're doing okay. Uh, So stomping grounds this weekend. Let's see if there's any matches that triple threat match for the cruiserweight. We're not going to get into that. I didn't Mm. even, I forgot that they had the cruiserweight to be honest. I don't watch that 205. Let's see. We'll save the title matches, which most of them are Uh, singles match. Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre. Part seven. Yeah. This is a feud that they had about a year ago. They're Mm -hmm. having it again. Roman Reigns lost to Shane McMahon to set up a fight with Drew McIntyre, which was already announced. I don't think that they should have Reigns lose consecutive matches, but I don't think Drew McIntyre should just get plastered by Roman Reigns again. Mm -hmm. Shane McMahon should be in this match in some way, shape, or form. I just think he's still getting too much TV time. I loved on SmackDown when Miz said everything. He said, you're getting too much TV time. He says... You're burying talent. This is stupid. But then Miz got his ass kicked. Again. Uh, yeah. So the whole Shane McMahon thing, there has to be a payoff. What is the payoff going to be to the Shane McMahon push? If it gets Miz over more, that's fine. If it gets Miz and Reigns over, maybe they're a tag team or some, something. I don't know. Somebody's got to get over somebody not named Shane McMahon. Maybe Drew McIntyre turns on Shane. Uh, Drew as a face would be interesting. I think he was in NXT. Yeah, he was. So... That would be interesting, but there's got to be a payoff, and it seems like they're going to run this through at least SummerSlam because he's got you know 100 different people around him right now. Right. I just think there needs to be a payoff. I don't see it happening this weekend. I was just hoping what they were going to do is because now you don't have like the big heel. Like it was, uh, you know, growing up it was Vince McMahon in the corporation where the heel, and then they kind of did the same thing again where he had the authority with Triple H and stuff. But Stephanie, they go to the same I mean? well. GM so anything, owner. right? You could do that with Shane, and like now he's the new. Well, why Vince even have that? These are his people. Well, why you have the him big as a heel? The, right, the big heel should just be a guy that 
kicks everyone's ass. Right. I completely agree. And I feel like they're wasting Drew McIntyre. I liked the stuff with him and Ziggler, which they never really explained and it made no sense. But I liked that better than what they're doing now. They keep backing him and like booking him into this corner, really. Like, why is he facing Reigns again? That should have ended at WrestleMania. He takes the loss and then he comes back like with a vengeance. Instead, they're going to do the same thing. Neither guy could afford to lose. So maybe, and that's why I'm saying maybe that's where we see the uh, re-debut of the new Bray Wyatt character because then you could have Reigns lose clean and set up a feud. But I think if I'm setting up a feud for Bray Wyatt, I want it to be The Miz. But there's another guy that's just eating way too many pinfalls right now. How are you going to build these guys up? I just feel like Bray Wyatt could kind of... Make it into like, you know, you used to be this heel, like this bad guy that was only out for yourself. Now you're this family man and, you know, you lost your way or something like that. And he could like mess with his family, like show up at the house and like taunt Maurice and and the kid and, you know, get a little like darker with it. Because that's what they're saying that they want to do. They want to make this like the new Undertaker character, like when he was a heel. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like The Miz is the perfect first opponent because he's like this family man and he's this good guy now. And then break kind of bring out this side of them. So like your their last match is like at a hell in a cell, and Miz just snaps and kind of like then that could be like the start of a push for Miz too because he could stop being such a wimp and go back to being kind of like a badass, but a but a face badass. What about the like I said before, if you have Bray, who just his whole mo would be chaos. I'd love it. So you know, randomly he just goes and beats up Kofi Kingston and then Brock cashes on Kofi. Yeah. Bray doesn't care. He just wants chaos. And then, you know, sometimes there's a women's match and he interferes even with a women's match. Yeah, that's what now, I'm hoping for. Not like hurt them or right. punch them, but pull them by the leg or something. Just mm-hmm. come up out of nowhere, unexplainably, but the whole cause is he, he wants chaos. And that's, and you never know, you're never, no matter what feud you're in, you're never safe from Bray Wyatt. Right, and I thought I had an idea where they were going. I thought that's where they were originally or going, recruit. but then the Vince McMahon puppet kind of confused me. Like, what is his purpose when he does come back? Well, I think those whole firefight flunt houses are just, like, taunting Vince McMahon. Yeah, <laughs> Almost I know. To his face. I know. So do we have a prediction for a winner there? I'm going to say a DQ or something. I'll go. Uh, McIntyre's got to go over. He's got to win that match. With a DQ? I think he's going to win clean. I think he'll pin him. I'm not clean. I think he pins. No. But not clean. I do. You got to push McIntyre. If not, now when? He's going to be your top heel. Like the guy has the look. I mean, look at him. He's a freaking unit. The guy is a is a beast. So I'd like a DQ, not Shane McMahon DQ. Yeah, maybe we will get that because you're right. Because Reigns got beat by Shane. Yeah, I'm still going to stick with McIntyre. All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Reigns on. Uh, I'm going to go Drew on a DQ. Uh, another match not for a title, the New Day versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. This is the Biggie Xavier Woods New Day. I don't care what happens with the New Day as long as they never break up. I just I don't think that's in their DNA. I don't want to see a Biggie versus Kofi program. I don't want them to break up at all. And I guess they they've all said we're quitting if you break us up. Really? I, yeah, I don't I want Big E to turn heel. But but then like be nice to Kofi. No, I want him to just be like a badass heel. Like the big, uh, the New Day and Usos are buddies, but they're not. But they respect each other. I liked that when they did that. But um, I want. I think it's okay for a heel to have a soft spot for a face. Yeah, but not if you want to go like full badass heel though. But you know? he's he's still with Kofi. I mean, you you've had a friend. So they like just a, turn on Xavier. Well, no. I mean, you've had a friend. Well, he protects the New Day, but he's still a heel. You know what I'm saying? I just because you, you have had friends to beat that him are with like Kofi though for the title. That's what I was hoping for. That's what they would have done in the '90s. Can't they 
fight for the title as friends? Yeah, you could do that, but that's boring. I hate when I hate uh, face versus face. You remember when they did that at Mania the one year where it was going to be Cena versus Shawn Michaels, and they were also a tag team. They didn't they didn't fight until WrestleMania. I don't like when they do that. I want guys to hate each other. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like even watching, they'll do like the champion first champion thing. It'll be like Seth Rollins versus Kofi Kingston. I don't know. I don't. I want. I want both of them to win. So I, I find that tough. Uh, so I'm going to take in this one. Not Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn because they. You want to talk about eating pinfalls? Yeah. They did something to piss somebody off. Well, they didn't go to Saudi. Well, Sammy can't, though. Right. I'll go. Uh, I think they get the win. Kevin Owens and Sammy Zane. I'm going to take them. I mean, you'd think Pinfall. they'd have to. Right. To, I'm going to take the New Day, though, but you'd think they'd have to. Uh, I think that wraps it up for non-championship matches. Uh, we'll look at some of the women's matches. Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans. I, I, I've... I got to be honest with you, I have fast-forwarded every Becky Lynch segment since she wore a shirt that said the man. Not because mm-hmm. I'm not a, for that. I just don't find her interesting. Right. I don't. I find the Becky Lynch stuff a little too forced. Yeah, I agree. I think that it was, I think that in the t-shirt thing, when she was saying, I'm the man, I'm the man, I, there was like a, a streak to her. There was like an edge to her. Mm-hmm. And then when they, I guess, commercialized it, and she had the shirts that said the man, that's when it started to get commercialized. And I thought there was a little shine taken off of Becky's character. It just doesn't seem the same to me. And now they keep showing her in these backstage segments with Rollins and she's always Seth's girlfriend. It's never, she's it's Becky's boyfriend. It's, right. It, it's odd. I So Becky Lynch, I love the turn. I love the development. Mm-hmm. I think that now that she's there, Something is missing from what she had ori- uh, originally. You know what it reminds me of is when, and we'll never really know what was going to happen because Daniel Bryan got injured, but when it was like the summer of Bryan and he kept losing, like he won the title against Cena and then Randy Orton cashed in and they kept having him lose to Orton and then he finally won at Mania because the fans kept bitching and complaining when it was supposed to be Batista and Orton. That's how I feel. Like, you know, the WWE or Vince McMahon kept holding him back, so the fans put him over. He finally won the title, and then his first defense was, like, against Kane. And then Daniel Bryan came back, and it was just kind of stale because it's like, now that he's won the title and he's not chasing the title, like, what's the end goal of him as champion? That's how I feel, like, about Becky Lynch is the crowd got behind her because they were sick of seeing just, like, you know, Charlotte winning the title every single time and fighting the same opponents. So then they got her over, and now it's like, what do you do with her? And I completely agree because you made her character like this badass that didn't need anybody, just out against the authority. But now she's, like, cuddling up next to Rollins and making sure he's okay when he gets in the ambulance. It just hurts her character, I think. It makes her just, like, the stay-at-home wife to Seth Rollins instead of, like, the, the man, you know? Yeah. She still wins, though. She's going to beat Lacey Evans. I heard they're not too high on her in, in ring Well, work. she had a really bad match. I think it was that last championship match she might have had. I, I would go with Becky there, too, and they got to get her in a good feud. I don't know who it would be, who's on Raw, although not like it matters since the wild card thing. It's so stupid, man. I wish they would give Asuka a push again or, uh, you know, have her go – I don't know. I mean, Charlotte is. I'm just kind of tired of Charlotte. Do you? Let me get to that for a second. Do you want a brand split or not? I just. I don't. I wish it was all just the same. But the problem is, you just have too many wrestlers. Like, there's too much talent. What do you do with all these? I guys? don't mind storylines bleeding over to shows, but if you're gonna go to Fox, I, I don't. It's just you got to make it special, and, and you got to make Raw different because 
Raw is still Raw. I mean, right. Monday night's still going to be huge. So it's like it sort of waters down both shows. I I I like when guys are in more than one feud. Mm-hmm. So there's parts of the Shane thing that I like. Yeah, I like when guys are in more than one feud, and I like it when it carries over sometimes. And there's a reason for somebody to show up on a different show. But I don't want to be like, oh, Reigns is on Raw. Oh, Kevin's on. Uh, I I don't like it was cool. Rollins was on SmackDown the other day, and he hasn't been wild carding much. Right. I some of these other guys, New Day just shows up. Hey, well, you're not a wild card. Yeah, but I'm Kofi. I could do whatever I want. I'm the champ. Right. Yeah. It's just stupid, and it gets confusing. I feel like the only reason they even have the brand split, I don't know if you agree, is because they have so many guys now and like so many top guys because they brought in these guys from all around the world, like Samoa Joe, Seth Rollins. Like You almost need two titles because you can't just have Samoa Joe never win any singles belt. You know what I'm saying? Or And the universal title, I think, is held in higher regard, even though it's only three years old. Yeah, I agree. And, I mean... It's an ugly ass title, but it got off to a great start because they gave it to Finn Balor, and then he got injured. And since then, like, I just feel like they pretty much ruined it with having Brock Lesnar carry it for a year and never defend it. Uh, so I'm gonna take Becky Bailey versus Alexa Bliss. Decent segment between them this week. Bailey's winning that. I love Alexa. I don't know. You think they're gonna have her drop it already? Then she's gonna piss and moan again. But what extends the feud? Typically, the face and chase mode extends the feud. I feel like it'll be like probably a DQ or Nikki Cross has to do something or something like that. Right. Yeah. Something like that'll happen. All right. They'll continue it. So I'll take Bailey to lose. I don't know if she's going to lose the belt with that or not. I can go with you on that one. All right. Um, Samoa Joe and Ricochet. This is a feud that's five days old. I think they could extend this program a little bit. I don't see Joe dropping it to Ricochet. I don't either. I think it's going to be like a DQ match. Joe will probably snap and like beat the hell out of him, and they may carry that uh, carry that along because Ricochet is huge right now. It's interesting on this card though because it's like the one real fresh thing. Mm-hmm. And even though you know sometimes it's like, well, I want I want a storyline, I want payoff, and that's what I look for in my matches. But when you see Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre, over there's over. not much more to see out of that. Right, Ricoch- Ricochet and Samoa Joe is at least two different guys. Two different type of wrestler, so that should be an interesting, I guess, viewing experience. So I'm, I'm curious in that one. I don't see Samoa Joe losing. I hope not, but I actually, to tell you the truth, I do see him losing. I think Ricochet loses. I don't. They just haven't booked Samoa Joe very good. Like I didn't like the feud with AJ Styles. I liked the feud and like him taunting him and going to his house and messing with his family. But then they had him lose clean. Like Samoa Joe, before he came over, was the biggest badass on the planet. So in TNA, he was undefeated for like a year. I think his first loss came to Kurt Angle. So I just feel like they haven't booked him very well. They have him finally win a singles title with the United States title. He loses it to Rey Mysterio, who's 90 years old and can't even move anymore. So I just don't feel like they booked Joe very well. I don't think Vince likes him, probably because he's a fat dude and Vince only likes muscular dudes, as we saw in the Bray Wyatt promo. So I'll go Ricochet to win the United States title. And I will go with Samoa Joe to win the title. Uh, Tag team match. Revival's your Raw champs. They are not in a match. They could interfere in any Shane McMahon storyline. Miz also not in a match, so I don't know if he'll show up. Uh, That that Roman's reigns, you know what I'm trying to say. Roman versus Drew match could be an overbooked nightmare. I had a dream, by the way, that CM Punk came back. Last night I had this dream, last night. Well, there's all those rumors that because AEW's next show, well, not their next show, but the show, I guess, after the next show is in Chicago. So the rumors are that they offered like three, four million for Punk. And I'm guessing that if they made that offer, 
and the ratings are starting to plummet, I guarantee you, as much as they hate him, Vince McMahon or Triple H has probably at least made a call to CM Punk. Saying, Who's the guy that can save it? CM Punk. CM Punk. Right? I was away. This sucks. Bring back the ice cream bars. He could do what he's already done, but he could do it now when the product is even worse, and now there's actual competition in AEW. It's not just TNA, you know? And I'd like if he did come back, I'd like a stable of guys that like got screwed. Yeah, like guys like Cody Rhodes, although it's not going to be Cody Rhodes, but like Zack Ryder and his book. Because he kind of did that, actually. Remember Daniel Bryan ended up winning the title, and he brought him out, and then Zack Ryder had won a title, and he was like, you know, we all got screwed over because we were indies guys. And then they just kind of squashed that like two weeks later, and Ryder was getting buried again. The greatest thing would be, and so Ryback said he's never going to wrestle again, but if he brought back like Ryback... That'd be awesome. And Wade Barrett. Although him and Ryback hate each other because Ryback almost killed them. Remember? That was like the uh, reason he left. I know Wade Barrett was my favorite. So in my in my ultimate dream, Punk comes back with Ryback. Punk, Punk comes back with Nexus again. That'd be awesome. Remember he was the leader of that for a while? Why did they ruin that? I don't know. That and then like the straight age, the straight age, geez, well, we've been doing four hours already. The straight edge society, um... Also one of my favorite stables that they just didn't really know what to do with. Remember that? He yeah. like had the one chick shave her head. Selena. Yeah, Selena. Or Serena. Serena, whatever it was. And then Luke Gallows. Yeah, and that was a great little stable. And he was a great heel because, you know, he was telling people they shouldn't be drinking beers and doing this and that. And he was just like, you know. The, the Royal Rumble where he beats people and then talks. That was awesome. Was the best. Yeah, he was the best. I liked him when he was on commentary. When he got injured, he did commentary for like four months. And... He just ripped everybody. You know, they would call the moves wrong. Like, Cole would be like, headlock. And he'd be like, well, actually, that's a Saturday night ride. You know, he was just great. And he was himself. Like, so, yeah, that's that the dream. Good. Instead, we're going to watch Daniel Bryan and Rowan against Heavy Machinery, which is basically one guy talking like this, and then Otis being like, choo-choo. Yeah, I don't like those guys at all. I feel like we see that tag team, like, every five years. Just like a couple of dummies. I don't like them at all. Like, they're entering this. They're basically cool, but... like larger end zone cast. Right. It just shows how <laughs> awesome Daniel Bryan is, though, that like he got taken out of the title picture. And so now he's going to find ways to stay relevant and he's going to like bring guys up and uh, put them over. I don't like that he lost clean to Seth, though. Yeah, I hated that. I hate that because I like that there's one guy that Seth has never beaten. I get why they and did I like it when right. they continue that. Right. They're just trying to build Seth up and up and up. But I want to know what the end game is. I hope it's not just Seth versus Lesnar part two and he beats him again. It's or... okay to have a title lose before their title match. Then you can say, oh, there's some doubt in Seth Rollins' head. Yeah. And, and then that streak stays on. I thought that was a bad decision. I didn't like it either. Not like it matters since the shelf life of continuity is eight Doesn't days matter, right. in the WWE. Well, they say wins and losses don't matter in the WWE, but that's what AEW's big pitch is, is they matter here. Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin. Do not know who the referee is. You floated out Paul Heyman. Yeah, something like that. Something that's uneventful. Is there any... Well, and then you could have Brock Cash. I don't think Brock cashes, do you? I think it's going to be SummerSlam when he cashes. I think that's what they'll set up. Or you give it to him, and then he's the champion going into SummerSlam. Yeah, Rollins. And Rollins. then you have Rollins and Brock at SummerSlam. I just I don't want to see it, because I feel like I saw it for two years with Roman. Like, he would get this close, and then he would lose. And it'd be like, all right, just, like, put somebody else over at this point. We've seen this match five times. So I don't really want to see Rollins. Uh, Is there any way that Baron Corbin ends up the champion? Only if they really want to troll the fans. Like, if Vince is like, I don't think there's any possible way. Do you? No, but 
That might be the most. That would give me Narancha Raw the next night. Oh, right. I mean, it would be like when Kane beat Stone Cold in that first blood match and then lost the title the next night. Like, like what if Corbin like comes that. out there and just murders Seth? Just in a squash match? Yeah. Just hits him with like end of days and it's over? Yeah. I would actually be a big fan of that because I'd be like, okay, at least they're doing something different. What's the payoff? Where is this going? Instead, if they do this thing where like Seth wins but not clean to continue this feud, I'm going to bash my head into the wall. I'm so done with this. I'm fine with them pushing beer and Corbin, but have them go away for a couple months and bring them back with like a new character or, or revamp them or whatever you want to call it. You got to get rid of that uniform that he's wearing. It looks so stupid. Have him come out in wrestling gear. I don't know why, but that makes like that's why I don't like Baron Corbin. No, I, I didn't like him before he shaved his head. And then Did I, you like him when he was like the lone wolf? No, I hated him. A former boxer. See, I didn't either. I just didn't think he was interesting. And now I'm trying to like him because he came up to the toy drive for us. And he was a really nice guy. Was he a nice dude? Yeah. Yeah. He met some listeners, took some pictures. I mean, the thing with him was like they wanted to put him over, but he's a former offensive lineman. And so usually like when fat guys lose a bunch of weight, they have like the stretch marks and like his body just, you know, people were like ripping on his stomach and on his body because he didn't have like the six pack abs like Finn Balor. So I feel like that's why they put him in the shirt. Just like when The Rock back in the day used to wear that like for three months, that shirt because he had boob surgery. Yeah. He had his man boobs taken out. And so I feel like maybe that's what they're doing with Corbin. Like something has to be behind it because it what point does he walk into Vince's office and say, okay, I look like I'm so working tables Baron, at Olive Garden? If Baron won, it can't happen. Let's, uh, are you going with Baron Corbin as your pick here? No, but how would it happen? Well, it'd have to be the special guest referee would screw over Rollins. Or what if Baron agreed with Paul Heyman that Brock could cash in on him? I don't think you do that, though, do you? And you, nah, I don't think they do it. I just, I feel like Rollins is going to win. I feel like the referee will get knocked out, the special guest referee, or whether it be Heyman or whoever. Rollins will hit his move, he'll pin him, and then he'll like, that's what will happen. He'll like count the hand himself, you know, one, two, three, and then Shane or whoever the hell will come out the next week and be like, well, the official was unconscious, you made that you know, three count yourself. So therefore it's not a clean victory. And then you get Corbin versus Rollins part three. They're obviously carrying this on because Corbin realizes he's got no friends. He couldn't find a referee, right? Paul Heyman approaches him behind the scenes and says, I'll be your special referee. I know you have no friends. I can offer you protection. And then Corbin says protection. I don't need protection. And then Heyman says, you've got no friends. At some point in the night, Paul Heyman has someone kick the hell out of Baron Corbin, like completely destroy him, mm-hmm. beats him up, proving the point that he's got no protection. Right. Could even be Brock, mm-hmm. whatever. And then so Baron says, all right, I want protection. And Paul says, I will have you win this match. You will keep the title for me. We'll protect you. And then Brock can cash in on you, though, at a time of your choosing, you have to give it over to him. And then we'll further protect you. Yeah, great idea. But do you think the WWE writers are sitting in an office in Connecticut right now? So then why am I not there? They're probably like, here's what we do. We have Maverick Drake run in with the 24-7 Is that not at least a different idea? Yeah, I like that. It's thinking outside the box. And it's unlike anything that you've actually ever seen before in wrestling. That's the way that they And then Baron's like, wait, now I don't want to give it up. But he has to give it up, otherwise he'll get destroyed. Yeah, but then, I mean, like, that means that Baron Corbin is like, 
like the centerpiece of your company is the only problem. He already is, and everyone hates it. <laughs> That's true. I don't know what they're doing. With and this that. could sympathetic get Baron to be sympathetic. He could be a no. Let's not put Baron over anymore. Hey, I'm just saying. This is the idea I have. So I'm going to say Rollins wins with the referee knocked out and they continue this this rivalry. Because what they're trying to do, obviously, is build up Brock versus Rollins. And you want to keep the title on Rollins probably at least until the summer since you just put it on him. Same with Kofi. But you're waiting I'm for like that big opponent. I'm pretty hung up on my Corbin idea right now. You're going to go with that? I'm pretty hung up on it. All right. You're going Corbin with the win. <laughs> yeah, and friends with Brock Lesnar after he gets destroyed. I mean, they're already doing stuff with Brock. And never, like, I never thought I'd see the day where Brock would come out playing a fake boombox with a briefcase. So I guess maybe. Because then Brock doesn't have to come every week because yeah. he's got, he knows he Keep can have a championship whenever. Yeah, maybe. He can just take it whenever he wants it. Maybe. I'm going to stick with Rollins here, though. Kofi Kingston, Dolph Ziggler in the It Should Have Been Me Bowl. Uh, this has to be Kofi. I think, I think Ziggler, the whole reason he's doing this is because Kevin didn't go to. Super showdown, so they needed a new feud quick. Yeah. And they're not just going to burn him off in one. But Kofi needs to win this match. And he will. Uh, talk that Big E could go back with Dolph, who he started as heavy. I think Dolph will probably leave again here once this feud is over. I mean, he's got, like, the stand-up comic thing going on. He's in on. Appleton this summer. Is he? Okay, because I thought that he was leaving. He keeps signing these, like, one-year deals to stay, and then they bring him back. I just feel like with Ziggler... Like, you repackaged him, you brought him back with McIntyre, and then he got beat up by McIntyre, and he left for, like, a month, and then he came back at the Royal Rumble when everybody was like, oh, who's yeah, going to be You want to talk about Boy 30. That Cries Wolf, man. He, it's it's too much. I I, I liked him at certain times, but Same. then he, he, keeps, he keeps saying, like, I'm going to do this now, and then he goes back to being Dolph Ziggler. Well, they dropped the ball with him. When you had him cash in and then lose the title the next month to Alberto Del Rio and, like, that – they did like the double switch and then made Ziggler the face. Like he wasn't ready to be a face. He should have been the heel. They had a good thing working. I like that little click they had with him, AJ Lee, and Big E. So I don't think they ever should have broke that up in the first place when they clearly didn't have a plan for any of the three. So that's my problem with Ziggler. He's always been one of my favorite wrestlers, but they've completely ruined him and now I'm just over it. You know, yeah. it's the same thing. He comes back, he's angry that he's not in the spotlight. He looks, you know, pretty strong on TV. Then you get him to the pay-per-view match, and he loses. And then, you know, he goes away for two months. So it's just kind of the same story right now with Ziggler, and I'm over it. So Kofi wins. It's a bad card on paper. All I want is one moment that will have people, like, have me. I just want to be excited to watch Raw that night. Yeah. And I want to be looking at, well, what happened backstage. And I just want one. That's I'm not asking much. I want one interesting thing that's going to make 7 o'clock next Monday seem like appointment viewing. Yeah, you had a good tweet, actually, that I saw maybe yesterday or the day before, and it was like subtweeting the WWE because they came up with one of the better segments that I've seen in a couple months. But oh, it was no subtweet. I tweeted to them. Right, the AJ Styles and uh, Gallows and Anderson. So I've always been a big Gallows and Anderson fan because oh, yeah, I like the Bullet I like Club. That. I like the Bullet Club. We didn't talk and about that. We had them. They were heels. They had an awesome catchphrase. The beat-up John Cena thing was awesome. And then they broke him up. And then Gallows and Anderson start losing every week. They're in that Halloween match where they have pumpkins on their head. Just dumb shit. And so that was my problem with that is you didn't push him. I want to see. So you did that thing with AJ where, um, you know. You did during, it on TV in the beginning. And right. then they saved the post for the web. And they did. Just like our truth under the table with uh, Titus O'Neil. Yeah. It was funny. On, on the web. Right. And then you you're, put this you're crap on TV. saving your good content for the web. Makes It'd no be sense. like if you and I were dynamite on a wrestling podcast 
and we only put it on the web and not our actual airwaves. Yeah, because, yeah. Don't don't save your best stuff for the web. No, that's a good point. That's right, Horvath. I'm Bart Winkler. Bumps and banana hammocks or whatever. I just can't talk today. Four hours. We'll have the uh, post-game wrap-up to all this. Thank you for listening. Hit subscribe. There's probably not even those buttons. It's just part of a podcast uh, that you have to say. Hit subscribe. Subscribe to my YouTube. Uh, check out my SoundCloud. We'll be back next week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.